Welcome back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your listening convenience. April 22nd, 2021. Pinterest, initiating coverage with buy rating and $100 price target. The holy grail of advertising is the ability to transform ads into content that is value add to the consumer. Ultimately, this is why digital is taking share from untargeted ads across legacy media by driving conversion and enabling far higher ad loads. Pinterest is well positioned to not only capitalize on this trend, but to be a leader among digital properties since its users come to the platform with intent to spend in a particular category, seeking inspiration and or looking to learn something. This is an advantage to Pinterest versus industry peers, which are mobile and social platforms centered on entertainment and or communications. With Apple's coming IDFA changes, this advantage is even more meaningful. Pinterest's on-platform, intent-driven engagement and search data should make it an even more compelling destination for brands to target consumers. While Pinterest shares have certainly had a dramatic bounce off the bottom, we believe the growth story is just getting started. Reopening fears abound, but the accelerated shift to e-commerce and associated marketing spend is a secular change propelling Pinterest especially as they attack the global monetization opportunity. This is a powerful combination with accelerated product development and a broader array of ad products. We're initiating coverage of pins with a buy rating and $100 price target based on 35 times 2024 adjusted EBITDA discounted back two years at 15%. Pinterest value proposition for brands. Everyone has always separated brand and performance marketing and advertising. But the end goal has always been the same, to move products off shelves, cars off lots, book travel, etc. The lines between brand advertising and performance marketing have begun to meld together in practice on digital platforms, with ad units becoming much more interactive and transactional, i.e. shoppable. Facebook has blazed the trail for other platforms, with Instagram in particular showing the power of ads that are not only engaging, but are so well-targeted that consumers actually want to see the ads and buy the products. While we do not expect Pinterest to get to Instagram scale, the revenue opportunity from an increasingly engaging platform and improved ad targeting and interactivity is enormous relative to where Pinterest is today, leveraging on-platform first-party data. Pinterest offers unique value to brands that other platforms cannot. Given the core use case of Pinterest is tied to discovery, inspiration in a category. It enables brands to reach consumers before they've decided what specifically to buy from users that have shown a demonstrable interest in an eventual transaction. Pinterest users are usually looking for something on the site, but it is generally less brand specific, creating a big opportunity for brands to capture a sale. Maybe even more importantly, Pinterest allows brands to understand big consumer trends before they become obvious by leveraging its data and analytics. In 2020, eight of Pinterest Predict's 10 predictions came true, as the company highlighted at their recent Pinterest Presents event. Keep an eye on Athflow, hashtag Athflow, in 2021, which is athleisure meets elegance. Also worth highlighting that Pinterest is always brand safe without the content moderation challenges faced by other digital platforms. Why buy Pinterest now? A perfect storm has made Pinterest a compelling stock to own over the coming year, 
beyond the fact that it's 20% off its February highs. First, the COVID-19 pandemic has meaningfully accelerated the global shift of consumer retail spending to e-commerce and significantly broadened out the categories of goods and services consumers will buy online. We believe this is a secular shift and there is no going back for consumers around the world. Second, Pinterest has been rapidly iterating its product and advertising offerings and tool set. Pinterest was originally a purely image-based site with relatively narrow content, where users quote-unquote pinned pictures and photos onto virtual boards. Today, Pinterest is a machine learning-driven discovery platform and visual search engine that has successfully expanded into video and story formats that are interactive and increasingly shoppable. Shoppable ads were up six times in 2020, albeit off a low base with all searches now instantly shoppable as shown embedded to the right. The end result is more engaging content across Pinterest, with more and more brands and creators making content specifically for Pinterest, versus simply reposting content from other places. At the same time, brands have more engaging ad units target users, such as Pinterest premier video ads and sponsored story pins. As these brands have found success, they are increasing their spend on the platform. Third, expansion in both geographies and demographics. International growth is still in the first inning, with Pinterest still turning on monetization around the world, Latin America coming in first half 2021. As overseas monetization expands, improves for Pinterest, it will drive rapid growth for years to come, with the majority of Pinterest users outside the U.S. Demographically, Pinterest is also broadening out, with younger demos such as Gen Z and men versus the core female user base both up over 40% in 2020. As Pinterest broadens out its content, verticals, and enables more engaging content formats on the platform, video, stories, etc., it is attracting new demos, which should also increase its advertising appeal, bringing more buyers into its auction. Did we miss Pinterest as the world reopens? Pinterest shares, along with its peers, have all surged as advertising has rapidly rebounded and e-commerce accelerated following the COVID-19-driven challenges of Q2 2020. While there is uncertainty around what happens as the world continues to quote-unquote reopen, we are very encouraged by the following statement in Pinterest's 2020 10K. Quote, people who began using Pinterest during the COVID-19 pandemic continued to have high levels of engagement in the fourth quarter of 2020. In fact, users in the COVID-19 pandemic cohort have had higher retention, and higher engagement, defined as impressions, close-ups, and saves, than a cohort of new users during the same period in 2019. While consumers will hopefully be spending far less time at home in 2021 versus 2020, reducing interest in in-home in activities, Pinterest should benefit from a surge of interest in one of its core use cases, events and celebrations. As Lightshed's Brandon Ross is discovering firsthand, finding a wedding venue over the coming year is nearly impossible, given the backlog created by the pandemic. As consumers around the world look for inspiration for gatherings of any size and scale, from birthday parties to weddings, they will turn to Pinterest. Embracing creators will fuel time spent on Pinterest. Maybe even more importantly, Pinterest's investment in creators is beginning to pay off, fueling a surge in engaging content that simply makes the platform more useful, irrespective of the pandemic. 
The following 11 accounts across fashion, lifestyle, food, DIY, beauty, wellness, and fitness illustrate how brands and creators are embracing Pinterest. We've also embedded three story pins from the list below to give you a feel for how rapidly the Pinterest content experience is evolving, leading to more time spent on the platform per user per day. Make sure you have the sound on. First, Rebecca Minkoff in fashion. Patrick Janelle in fashion and lifestyle. Lauren Conrad in lifestyle. Peter Sam in food. Vogue fashion. Tastemade food and DIY. Kill Pretty in beauty. Aaron Parsons beauty. Justin Margin beauty. Dr. Mark Brackett wellness. Hannah Bronfman fitness. While it's still very early days for creators on Pinterest, we believe there is a substantial opportunity to build a creator marketplace that matches brands with creators to facilitate the creation of uniquely Pinterest-suitable content, akin to what we have seen on TikTok. TikTok's entire marketing pitch to brands is, do not make ads, make TikToks, utilizing proprietary creator marketplace. Currently, we see a lot of traditional mobile video ads running on Pinterest that could be seen anywhere on a mobile device, illustrating the opportunity to bring creators into work with brands to generate more engaging and authentically Pinterest ads. While management's not commenting on a marketplace, we have to believe this is in the strategic plan over the coming year. Infancy of international growth. International revenue growth was over 3x domestic revenue growth for Pinterest in full year 2020, with international revenue still only representing 17% of total revenues in Q4 2020. What makes the Pinterest global growth story so exciting is that in Q4 2020, 78% of Pinterest MAUs were outside the U.S. With the vast majority of users outside the U.S. and monetization only just beginning, or not even started yet depending on the market, international growth should remain robust for years to come. While we do not expect Pinterest to achieve Facebook-level ARPU, Facebook is more of a utility that has far greater time spent per day. There is clearly plenty of headroom in Pinterest's monetization, with the gap between domestic and international monetization far too wide today, as illustrated in the chart embedded to the right. We have compiled, we have combined all three Facebook international territories into one to compare to fin- Pinterest's international metrics. By 2024, we're forecasting the 17 times gap between Pinterest domestic and international monetization could drop to 12 times as U.S. annual ARPU breaks into the low 40s from $15 in 2020, while international ARPU goes above $3 from just $0.88 in 2020. IDFA and ATT changes should not be material. Given the interest-based browsing, searching, pinning consumers do on Pinterest, we do not view Apple's coming changes to iOS 14 and opt-in tracking as a meaningful impediment to Pinterest's growth trajectory. Sure, there's retargeting that occurs on Pinterest today, leveraging behavior beyond the Pinterest app. However, with their only, with their on-platform app engagement and search data, Pinterest should take share and be a relative winner over the coming year. Consider the following. Lightshed's Brandon Ross. Why not use him again? Is apartment hunting on Street Easy's app and immediately starts to see Instagram ads for apartments. IDFA changes could make this form of retargeting more challenging as app data will be harder to share. However, on Pinterest, when you start a search for home decorating inspiration or sofas, 
It is pretty clear a first-party data set to help marketers target you with compelling ads that feel more like content than ads. Two other important points to keep in mind vis-a-vis Pinterest's exposure to IDFA. First, app install ads are not significant to Pinterest's ad business based on our usage. Second, overall advertising is still in its infancy as Pinterest only has 1.7 billion of global advertising in 2020, up from 1.1 billion in 2019. Pins, buy rating and $100 price target. We're initiating coverage of pins with a buy rating and a 12-month $100 price target based on 35 times 2024 adjusted EBITDA, discounted back two years at 15%. Note, Pinterest is currently trading at 44 times 2022 adjusted EBITDA. We're forecasting revenue and adjusted EBITDA growth of well over 60% and 100% in 2021, respectively, with growth of 30 and 45% in 2024, respectively. Abbreviated model and valuation table embedded below, with detailed model available upon request. Risks to the buy rating and price target. Lower engagement as the world reopens post-pandemic. Increased competition from Facebook, Instagram, and other large tech platforms that are making more of their content shoppable. Weaker economic outlook pressuring advertising revenues, which makes up 100% of Pinterest's revenues. Failure to improve overseas monetization.